Holy moly, Wendy, can you believe this last week and a half? No, dude, I can't. It's been insane. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, We're going to talk about in this episode of Ramblings, my eight-day stay in the hospital, what happened to me, how intense it was. Um, A little bit after that, now that I'm out of the hospital. What we um, get to do and deal with. Yes, and it's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. It's life-changing for the time being. Yeah. But uh, we're making it through it. Right. We can do this. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of Ramblings. And there, Dina, 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 are two office references in this podcast. One, super obvious, because it happened at the hospital. And uh, the other one, not so obvious. Find it. That is your challenge. Yep. Good luck on that. Um, (laughs) So get ready. We're going to get right into this podcast. Um, You're going to hear everything about what went on this past week and a half. It's pretty intense. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted Toasted Marshmallow Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. So on this episode of Ramblings, it's just Wendy and myself here in the studio tonight. Uh, We are going to talk about our past week and a half. Did we name it? I don't think we gave it a name. Was it Ramblings, the day Chris almost died? Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Near death, sort of. Super scary. Yeah, it was crazy. So I guess we should start this with um, last, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before that. Yeah. How were you feeling that day? Well, I started feeling a pain in my uh, lower left uh, side of my stomach near the waistline. Um, Didn't think a whole lot of it. Thought it might have just been something weird that day and it'd be gone the next day or some weird kind of stomach ache thing. But you were planning on driving for work, like Uber, DoorDash or something. And then did you try it that day and then decide not to? No, I think I just decided not to. And that was unusual. So we made a note of it. And we're like, when do you decide for an adult stomachache that you should go to the hospital? And we decided 24 hours. Yeah. So we were going to wait till Thursday. And see if it got any better or any worse. In the meantime, we didn't we buy Tums and all kind of stomach stuff? Yeah, I think we were that? trying some stomach stuff like Pepto or Tums yeah. or stuff like that. Ibuprofen. Thinking it may be, you know, just like... Maybe like some weird... Gas or something. Stomach flu. I don't know. Yeah. So Thursday morning, did it had it gone away? No, it hadn't gone away. The pain had gotten a little bit worse. Yeah. Um. So we decided to go to the ER. Yep. Went to the ER, and what happened there? Um. They did a CT scan on me, as well as blood work, um, things like that. Um. And they determined that I had diverticulitis uh, from the CT scan, um, which is maybe Wendy can explain it better exactly what it is. Well, you have these little outcroppings i guess on your intestines and they can i think they're little pockets and they can be there and be fine or sometimes they can get infected and diverticulitis is when they're infected okay 
So what they send you home with? Because you didn't so they said stay. it was uncomplicated diverticulitis. Yeah. So it's basically it's treated with antibiotics. And they gave you Norco for the for pain. pain yeah. yeah. So we go home. Oh, we even went to after that. Member, I was like, we need to get some food. We went to Costco, and you came in and walked around. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. And then later that evening, how did you feel? I uh, started feeling worse. Um, the Norco that they gave me wasn't touching the pain at all. Um, you know, and then we took my temperature and I was at, what, around a 102? Yeah. Took it with two thermometers because I didn't believe the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, mm, it's time to go back. Yeah. ER, here we come. So this is second time to the ER. Yeah. One day. Yeah. And what happened that time? <laughs> um, oh, you were really sick that time. Yeah, I was in that a lot a... of pain. Um, you know, they were giving me some pain meds by IV, um, which are fast acting, but they're not long lasting. Yeah. Um, so remember then, you got up and went to the bathroom that one time and came back just shivering. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not really one to shiver. Don't get cold easily. No, it was scary. Yeah. So they actually decide to admit me to the hospital. Um, initially, they said for pain management. Yeah. So that was your first night ever staying overnight in a hospital. Yeah. First time at 45. <laughs> never been admitted to the hospital. Yeah. So didn't get a lot of rest. I think your blood pressure was high. Your pulse was really high. Wasn't that when it was 119 to 124, just consistently? My pulse? Yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And it then, was pretty high. And then pulse, blood pressure, fever, yeah. Yeah, pretty much everything was high on my vital signs. So then you stayed overnight. Friday was just kind of more, more of the same? Yeah, more of the same. Nothing really happened Friday. I don't know. I think they were just still kind of figuring out what was going on because um, they couldn't really tell, you know, if it was uncomplicated diverticulitis, you know, the antibiotics and the Norco should have, you know, taken care of that, but it wasn't doing anything for it. Yeah. So Peyton and I, so mom and John had come into town Friday night to get their car worked on um, and then they stayed the night. So Saturday we went, well, we, we, the three of us saw you Friday night, and then Saturday we all came over, and Peyton was staying with you, so Mom and John and I went out and did a couple things, and then they went back to McCall. Then about 5 o'clock Saturday, I was driving Peyton back to her mom's. Well, before and, that, they um, told me that oh, they that's right. decided to do another CT scan yes. on me. Uh, they wanted to see if anything had changed. Um, so they did the CT scan and, um, it turns out things had changed. Um, I had a, uh, perforated colon, probably about a quarter size hole in my colon. Yeah. That's what the doctor showed me, but we didn't find that out until you called me right as I was coming back from dropping off Peyton and Meridian. So 6 PM that night. And you said surgery was in an hour at 7 PM and I was in Meridian. Yeah. I was like, they were messing I, around. They're like, you're no. going to surgery and it's happening soon. Yeah. And you were scared. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a surgery. Yeah. 
And they were talking colostomy. Yeah. Just all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. They had to go fast, though, because they don't, with that kind of a hole, um, you're leaking feces and stuff. Yeah, didn't they say there was feces in my stomach? Well, that was, yeah, after surgery. Yeah. They said that. Yeah, so they. I remember somebody said, you look really good on the outside compared to what your CT scan shows. So <laughs> it looked like it, sh- yeah, I Thanks guess it showed a mess. Compliment. Yeah. <laughs> So rushed back to the hospital. Chris was all prepped and ready to go. And we had a few minutes to talk in the room. Yeah, before they took me in to start the actual prep. Uh, We were sitting outside, uh, you know, that room. And uh, we, though, one of the, I don't know if she was a nurse or surgeon or what, but she was putting the blood pressure cuff on me. And she was asking. This is after like, I mean, it's tense. Like walking down there, Chris is being pushed in a bed. I'm trying not to cry walking behind him, you know, and I had just told him on the phone, I need you to be strong. And then I was like, okay, so I got to be strong too. It's, I don't want to be sobbing as he goes in. Yeah. So anyway, we're both trying to hold it together. And now the... Oh, yeah. So the nurse, uh, I think she was a uh, recovery nurse, Yeah, recovery nurse, uh, goes to put the blood pressure cuff on me. And she uh, asked the surgeon who was over at the desk, uh, do you like your uh, thingy pointing up or down? Uh, Talking about the little hose that comes off the uh, blood pressure cuff. And so at that exact moment when she was says, would you do you want your thingy up or down? Um, Wendy shows me her phone. It was a text from Peyton. And she goes, that's what she said. (laughs) So it was perfect timing. Wasn't planned. I didn't even know it happened because she goes, "No." the nurse said, "Uh, what'd you say? Did you say that's what she said? Yeah. She was giving you like props for being so fast. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. That's what she said right before surgery. Yeah, right before. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, I go into surgery. They're prepping me and everything. Um, then all of a sudden, uh, I wake up and it's over. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird to me. I woke up confused, kind of like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, so when uh, they wheel me back to the room, Wendy's there. Oh, you didn't say, you know, your mom and John actually drove back. Oh, yeah. See, so Chris called me at 6 p.m. saying he was having surgery. Immediately after that, I called to McCall. My parents had gotten home from our house. From here, yeah. Yeah. And uh, just said you were going into surgery. And they asked if I needed anything or I needed them to come down. I said, I think we'll be fine. Something like that. Anyway, at 6.30, I love them so much. I get a text that says we're on our way. (laughs) So they were coming back to Nampa from McCall. They had left here this morning. So, yeah, so they surgery started at 7 and was supposed to go to 10. Um, And at 9 o'clock, Mom and John arrived. And so we're all just sitting in uh, Chris's hospital room watching impractical jokers on repeat (laughs) (laughs) surprise surprise (laughs) yeah and uh the 
nothing at 10 p.m i hadn't heard anything 10 15 still nothing and your mind starts thinking terrible things and then i think 10 20 i went out to the nurse's station and asked and they said they were just sewing you up so i said so another 30 minutes and she said nope try an hour oh wow yeah an hour to sew me up (laughs) well plus sew you up and then the recovery, you know, to get you to ICU. Yeah. So. So that was a crazy night. I really don't remember much of that night after the surgery. Do you remember they, um, from ICU, she called me and we talked to each other on her cell phone? When was that? That was right after the surgery you were put in ICU. No, I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You said, uh, Hi. I said, hi. You said uh, that you were okay, I think. And I said, good. I didn't know. Like, what do you say to somebody? Yeah. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> and you said, I love you. And I said, I love you too. And then she, I, you passed it back to her and she hung up or something. Yeah. That was oh, weird. Dang. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. So. And then, so you got back to the room at 1130 and it took them over an hour to get you set up because you had those um, things on your legs that pumped. Oh, those suck. Yeah. They're supposed to prevent you from getting blood clots in your legs when you're recovering from surgery, but you can't sleep with them. They just squeeze your legs the whole night. So I opted to do these little leg exercise thingies instead so I didn't have to wear those while I was trying to sleep. Yeah, but not that first. It was difficult to sleep because at the time I could only sleep on my back and I never sleep on my back. Yeah. Yeah, so we had the leg pumper things on and then they realized that the antibiotics weren't compatible so they had put in another line so you could have the correct antibiotics going in the right lines and then they had his wound, a wound vac, th- two drains, a catheter. Just one drain at that time. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, because you did eventually this... had three drains. Yeah, so I had the first drain that's like this ball one that I have here. And I had the wound vac. Oh, okay. So I'm counting your catheter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did have a catheter. <laughs> yeah. You were hooked up. So much stuff coming off of me. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I left. I stayed till like one and said we'd be back in the morning. And you were doing really well. And you were seemed really positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was really happy after that. I was. You felt better. Thinking, all right, we're on the way to recovery here. You know, things are starting to feel a little better. Although, you know, I had a huge, you know, uh, incision down my stomach. you didn't having, see it that day, though. No, I didn't. Yeah. You know, but uh, now have a temporary colostomy bag until they do the final surgery on me where they put everything back together. So I have that for about six to eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and at the time, one drain and one wound back drain. Yeah. So in multiple IVs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really so good. Sunday, Sunday was a pretty good day. I think you were... You think you were doing fine towards the evening, it seemed like. Well, your pulse was always high. I think you ran a temperature the whole time. It was pretty low at that point, like 99, but still something to be concerned about. But the pulse 
was upwards of like 140 sometimes. Yeah, just from laying there. Laying there. That was scary. If you think about what your uh, your uh, my zone says your max heart rate is for a cardio class, and you were 140 flat. Yeah, just yeah. laying in bed, 140 beats per minute. Yeah. So they 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 started, oh no, that's when you were having just the, like every day, you'd be up in the middle of the night, they that one night they were trying to find something, they poked you six times trying to find a vein or something? Yeah, well there was a really bad night, I think it was Monday night, um, that my vitals were just... Uh, insane my blood pressure was crazy my pulse was high my temp was high um at one point during that night i think i got up to 103.3 for my temperature yikes yeah that's pretty high there was one day in there was it tuesday or wednesday when oh tuesday was the day the night when i was there and i couldn't stop crying it just was like yeah, Wendy was doing everything at home. You know, we had a couple guests while I was in that the was hospital. That was the dumbest thing ever, but um, we couldn't cancel. But it wasn't planned, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was keeping everything together. She was keeping people updated um, on what's going on with me. And I was not sleeping well. <laughs> no, and so she yeah. came in that night. It's just like a Tuesday mess. night and... I was there to cheer him up. That was my goal. Yeah, and, and I, I, just... I had to be the one to tell her to be strong. <laughs> yeah. You got this. Yeah, he's like, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, I don't think I do. <laughs> I'm a mess. So then he implemented the no crying in his room rule. Oh, yeah. It's got to be right. some ground rules. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can do this. This is so. a happy place. Only good vibes <laughs> right. in there. Yeah, it's just, it really was hard, dude, to walk in and see you hooked up so bad, and sheesh. Yeah. You know, no so fun. unexpected. So, plus, I mean, ooh, I hate hospitals. In my mind, they're associated with sickness, so it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Tuesday night when he came in. That was after I had the night of really crazy vitals. Uh, so Tuesday night you came in, that's when you're kind of tearful and stuff and stressed. Um, that night I did pretty well. My vitals were a little bit better. Um, had some out of whack here and there. Um, got a lot more sleep that night than I had the, any of the previous nights. Um, but Wednesday, uh, they decided to do another CT scan on me because of my crazy vital signs. And also they'd um, done a 24-hour blood culture at that point because they were concerned that maybe he was septic or he had something, an infection in his blood, and that came back uh, fine. So it wasn't his blood that was making these erratic numbers. Yeah, so they, they decided to do the CT scan, and um, I go and do that, come back, they... Um, and from the CT scan, they found an abscess. And put in another. Another drain. Woo! So then you had three. Add that on. Yeah, the three. two little uh, drains and then the wound vac drain. Three drains, one colostomy. Oh, no more. They'd already taken the. Uh, yeah, they had taken the catheter out. The catheter out, out yeah. Two IVs. Yeah. <laughs> I can go oh, and he, he was uh, not allowed to get up at all 
on well, his yeah, own. Yeah, without a nurse there. A bed alarm would go off. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I set it off a couple of times, just kind of scooting to the edge of the bed, right. waiting for him. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd be like, I got to go to the, I got to go pee. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be ready to go once they get there. And by setting the bed alarm off, because I <laughs> lifted up just a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he was having to, at that point, they they were walking you then, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd, as part of the therapy to try and get better was showing them that you could walk around the unit in your little outfit. My little gown. Oh, and he had those giant size. Remember at first they were trying to ch- uh, like squeeze you into a size large sock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just come to the very edge of his heel. Finally, someone was like, let's get this man some socks. Yeah, that fit him. <laughs> yeah. Get these kitty socks out of here. Get <laughs> yeah. some man socks. <laughs> man size socks. Yeah. So doing is oh, and then breathing into that thing. Oh yeah, I, I forget the name of it, but yeah, it's a breathing thing. So basically, when we're in pain, you know, a lot of times we don't take deep breaths um, because it hurts. Um, so this kind of forces you to take deep breaths. That- was Wednesday and you started to get that was the scary time when it was like they got to figure out what is wrong and when they found that abscess I think we were all like actually happy (laughs) yeah basically yeah reason why yeah you weren't everything's out of whack yeah and then Thursday Thursday was I think an awesome day for you yeah Thursday I I started feeling all these positive messages um and the um physicians and uh, people started coming in and they're like, oh, okay, we're going to look at discharging you within 24 hours. Woo-hoo! But, and then they, the lady that was there, um, she's like, possibly today. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. I started to plan out my afternoon, <laughs> you know, on I would Thursday. Get a, <laughs> I got a message that was like, I can eat full, I get the full menu to eat. Oh, yeah, because I had to eat a clear um, it was called a full liquid diet. So you get a little bit more than a clear liquid diet, but it's not good. <laughs> it's like cream of rice. Uh, Yogurt. Soups, but they've either been pureed or strained. <laughs> um, the only good thing on there was the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, you weren't eating much. You were really. No, I had little... no appetite yeah. pretty much the whole time I was in yeah. there. So, also, I got a message, oh, that there was no more bed alarm. You could walk wherever you wanted. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. free willy. <laughs> yeah. See, oh, and when I got there that evening, you had, like, for the first time, raised the... Uh, oh, yeah, the blinds. The blinds. Normally, they were all the way down. Yeah, I just didn't time. want any light in there. I just wanted to be able to just sleep when I wanted to sleep, but... uh. Yeah, that day I was feeling good, you know, I wanted Got some sunshine excited. in the room. Yeah. You Even know. sat in the chair and ate your lunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, but tell them about the uh, your taste change. Yeah, so <laughs> once I started this uh, where I could uh, eat a regular diet, um, anything that is savory uh, tastes um, extremely oversalty to me right now. Yeah, so I walk in and he's got like two delicious looking chicken strips there. And I was like, what's the problem? You ate, I think, one bite. 
Yeah. And he said, it's way over salted. So I tried the other one and it was just a piece of chicken. There was no salt on it whatsoever. I ate the whole thing. It was delicious. (laughs) Oh, and then you said, try the ranch. Like the ranch was off too. And it was just ranch. (laughs) What we're saying is right now I'm on a steady diet of Kodiak protein pancakes. (laughs) That's right. I can't remember the last time we cooked pancakes and we've done it a lot recently. We got some in the fridge right now. (laughs) Yeah. We might have to take a break. (laughs) And yogurt. You've been eating yogurt. Yogurt, drinking a little prune juice. Oh, yeah. Got to keep the system rolling. Yep. So Friday was the actual discharge day. Yes, it was. I was so glad to finally get out of there yeah yeah still blowing our minds you know i mean the adventure doesn't stop with him being released there's no i still have a wound vac on the 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 wound is like 10 inches long yeah it's it's not a small wound no (laughs) yeah so the wound vac a drain a colostomy Yes. Yeah. That's what I have now. Yep. So Friday night, slept well? Yeah, I slept pretty well. I was still having like times at night where I would wake up and I'd just be like soaking wet from sweat. And I would say last night was probably the first night that that hasn't happened. Oh, we didn't even talk about the room temperature. Oh, God. Your first room at the hospital. Was like stuck at 75 degrees. 74 and no one could change it. You could adjust the thermostat, but it would only stay there for a couple minutes and then go back to the temperature it was set at before. Yeah. So after a while they change, they switch me rooms. Now this one set at like 68 degrees. Yeah. It's like an ice box. Yeah. I'm having a fever most of the time. It didn't really affect me. But everyone that came to visit uh, commented on how cold it was. Yeah. Peyton came the first time in shorts and was fine at first. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We're under blankets. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I ever took my coat off in there. No, I don't think you did. (laughs) It was so cold. Yeah. So then Saturday. Oh, we did some stuff Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday was fun. Yeah. Like my um, coming out kind of day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We got up pretty early and uh, had to go get some supplies and special food stuff. So we went to Wally World. Is that right? Yeah, we did. We got a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. Oh, and I rode in the little cart. Oh, yeah. First time. (laughs) Yeah. Not the last. (laughs) I mean, I can walk, but walking longer distances right now is kind of exhausting. So Yeah. And makes them hurt more. So. Did that, then what? We were looking for a place to get your hair cut. Yeah, I hadn't. Normally, I cut it myself, um, and probably it had been a week and a half um, since I'd cut it when I went into the hospital, and we're talking over a week later. Um, so I was, was looking shaggy. Yeah, shaggy and scruffy. Yeah. Had a you know crazy kind of beard going on. <laughs> So we tr- we're trying to find a barber shop uh, where I can go and get my hair cut and get a shave. Yeah. And so we shave call a bunch a of them. They shampoo. were sometimes, some of them weren't open. Other ones were 
totally booked the whole day. And then finally we called one. It's in downtown Nampa called Anointed Hands Barbershop. That's right, Chris Adams. Yeah, they did an awesome job. Shaved my head up. Um, you know, shaped up my sideburns, how I like them, mm-hmm. did a straight razor shave. That took a long time, but they don't like let one hair go untouched. And he got the towel treatments. What, oh yeah. What? I got hot towels. He got minty face. Oh yeah. They put some mentholy stuff on and my face and then the guy did the this, towel? swirled the towel and did a little fan on my face. So it like yeah. intensified the menthol of the, whatever he put on me. <laughs> You needed that after eight days. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Eight days of suck. I'd actually never done anything like that. Yeah, so. It's expensive, though. But worth it. But yeah, I mean, it's a personal service. So, you know, I think for a haircut and a shave was $40. And it took about an hour. So pretty good, pretty good. (laughs) All right. Oh, and so that brings us to, well, we did a couple more things that day. You walked and stuff, and things were really going well. And then Sunday morning came. (laughs) What time did the alarm go off on your wound vac? Oh, yeah, my wound vac. Um, It started going off probably in the 4 o'clock hour, 4 a.m. hour. Yeah, and you had switched beds. Yeah, I was in the the guest room because I was... Just not sleeping well and didn't want to wake Wendy up. So I went into the guest room so I could watch a little TV and try to go to sleep that way. So at a little bit before 5 a.m., Chris says to me, Wendy, my wound vac's gone off. Been going off for like an hour or something. And then that you called and we have to go to the ER. (laughs) Yeah, I was on. Good morning. (laughs) Yeah, I was on uh, the phone with. uh, a representative yeah uh, from KCI which is the company that makes the wound back um, did some but troubleshooting the- with him and determined that the problem was that the canister was full and clogged and the what terrified me at that point was this wound vac is healing the wound from the inside out and is able this one particular one right is suctioning yeah stuff from the wound yeah and uh is also keeping the wound together well it is stitched up also yeah but i mean they're still probably helping yeah yeah and so it had i don't know if i learned this till later but because the suction had stopped the wound actually puffed up all the way yeah down. the dressing for oh the wound God, actually puffed up terrifying I didn't realize that was going to happen so that kind of freaked me out too yeah it was scary yeah yeah so i dropped chris off and i decided to stay in the car because dang i looked amazing <laughs> straight out of bed yeah didn't brush your teeth nothing <laughs> So like every half hour, it was so cold in my car, I would turn the heat on, blast it till I was too hot, then turn it off, then fall asleep. And I was getting messages from Chris, like took an hour and they, you were like, they don't have one on site. They don't have a replacement. Yeah, they didn't have a replacement pump or anything at the hospital. Uh, but luckily, when I spoke to the um, technical support at KCI, they sent an email to the local rep in this area 
who happens to live in Meridian. Flint. Yeah, Flint. Shout out to Flint. Uh, he <laughs> came through um, from his house, brought a different pump down uh, to St. Luke's Nampa, and he hooked it up. And, you know, I got out of there quickly after that. But I've probably been there two hours up until that point. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah, now everything's going good, doing what it should be doing. Had a doctor's appointment today. That went well. Um, so I got a couple more coming up this week. We'll kind of keep you updated what's going on. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Can we talk about the, the noises? The, uh, they sent you home with that first wound back. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the, the pumping noise of it is almost like a fart noise. Yeah. And then he, he got sent home with, the supposedly more powerful and I would guess better one that makes way more consistent fart noises. <laughs> yeah, kind of when it's pumping. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm used to it now. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, it doesn't wow, bother me. Wow, that didn't me. take long. Nice. It's a part of me. <laughs> yeah, so on the mend and is going to be out for a while. Yeah, I've got a long road to recovery ahead of me, but I'll be back 110%. Woo-woo! Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then in a couple months. Oh, so yeah, in a couple months, I'm going to have to have another surgery where basically they hook everything back together. You know, I won't have the colostomy bag anymore. Um, Yeah, everything should be normal after that. There'll be a little recovery after that. Shouldn't be as bad as this one. It's not as intense of a surgery yeah but dang <laughs> it's just it's been a lot it yeah. has yeah. <clears throat> like crazy trying to just half of it's like keeping your brain rolling with whatever new weird thing came up yeah you never know it's like oh never knew what that surgery. day was gonna bring oh yeah 140 pulse yeah 103.3 fever. It was just a lot. <laughs> Things are on the up and up now, though. Yes. So so that's all we've got for you tonight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and Let's sign out. do a out. little bit of something, something. What you, oh, gosh. Come on. Wendy Everybody did not get it. her sound effects in. Everybody wants it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which sound effect most applies to your surgery? Race car? Oh, the police. The police. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All righty then. Uh, We're going to sign out. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Mosier. Thank you for listening to the Toasted Marshmallow Adventures podcast. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted.